the fem fem feed the fem feed the fem feed the fem fem feed the fem feed oh hi i get your life Okay. Hello. All right. So we are back with part two. so sassy and grown and grown those were ladies right that was the essence of woman with blazes of panty and palm girl hello girl. <laughs> that was the essence of woman mm-hmm. 
So we're back, and the topic is shysty people. No, toxic. <laughs> toxic people. Friends, individuals, period, point blank. Can you shed some light on your experiences with that? <clears throat> Why, yes. I, at this age that I am now, mm-hmm. looking back in hindsight, I feel like my life was inundated with mm. nothing but toxic people. Toxic friends, mm. toxic people that I dated, mm. like everyone was just toxic. And they were eating off of me because mm. I was so naive. I thought that's how a friendship was supposed to Come be through. or that's how a relationship was supposed to be. So it was like I was like a open for slaughter. Mm-hmm. Open wound. Open for slaughter. Yeah. And the most, I guess, the longest toxic relationship that I had that no longer exists, I didn't realize how toxic it was until I was out of it. Mm. Like there was this one time um, we were in DR we were staying in El Campo. El and uh, <laughs> that's, not, that's not daddy. I want to go on that ride. No, it was with the captain. <laughs> <laughs> daddy, I want to go on that shout ride. Out, shout out to daddy. I want to go I on that can't. ride. She has a friend. Um, and I saw a picture of him because apparently, like, this is before she was married. This was, like, her group of friends she would travel with. Mm-hmm. So there was, like, a college friend. <laughs> and he looked like someone's daddy. I was like, yo, that's your friend? I'm like, he's grown. He's super grown. I was like, he looks like daddy. I want to go on that ride. Right. That was so <laughs> funny. <laughs> So that's so what funny. I named him. Like, yo, he's a real daddy now. Daddy, I want to go on that ride. Yeah, I mean, he should have mm-hmm. had a kid then. He, he's, he's hilarious. Somebody's dad. Yeah, that was my travel partner. <laughs> hilarious. <laughs> anyway, continue. I don't, I don't understand. I don't see how. You know what? It's the grace of God that I would travel with him, <laughs> and um, I made it back alive. Ah, I can't wait. I made it back alive. Okay, so sidebar story. There was this one time we were on this resort in DR, my favorite place in the world. And um, he had gone out, I guess, to hang oh, with Daddy, some, I want to go on that Yeah, road? Okay. to hang with some chicas or, like, he met someone <laughs> at a bar and he ended up somewhere, like, sketchy. But I didn't want to go, so I was in the, oh I was in the hotel room. <laughs> you, you know the story? I think I remember. I was in the hotel room. And the phone rang. And, um... <laughs> And I answered the phone, and it was some guy like, oh, I want to take you to dinner. Come downstairs. I've been watching you come downstairs. And me, I'm scared as hell. I'm like, what? I was like, oh, no, thank you. Like, I was like, my husband's here. Even though I didn't have a husband, like, my my travel partner had left. I was I didn't want him to know that I was in there by myself. <laughs> right. So I wanted to run, but I'm like, what oh if this nigga's in the hallway? Exactly. Yeah, like, <laughs> who can so, I And how did he know where I stayed? Like, because you have to dial the person's you room do. number to get the room. You were being watched. I was shook. Yeah. So I turned the TV on, Nobody's I closed the curtains. Nobody's watching me. <laughs> and then there's like a knock at the door. I didn't even want to look out the peephole, girl. I was so shook. So I like went in the bathroom and hid until I thought he left. Here go, Daddy. I want to go on that ride. Uh, he comes back the next morning, and I'm like, "Yo, you left me here. I almost died." He was like, "Why?" I told him the whole story. Like this strange man called the room and wanted to take me to dinner, and then showed up at the door. He was like, "Why didn't you open it?" 
I can't wait. I was Daddy like, why did that ride? <laughs> you want to go that So, ride. like, that was our whole, like, travel journey one time we had gotten too drunk at the bar (laughs) and like me when I used to drink alcohol because it wasn't for me I would get very nauseous I would be physically sick right and so I I went on the balcony because I just needed to be cold I was laying (laughs) cheek down on the balcony (laughs) in the Caribbean with mad insects and so I threw up in my sleep that was a thing I like to do very dangerous oh my god I, I vomited in my sleep and here comes this nigga Oh, uh, you might want to get up because there's like a whole mound of ants about to go into your mouth. I can't with Daddy. I want to go on that so, ride. Yes, that's Daddy. I want to go on that ride. Uh, hilarious. Uh, it's, a, it's a grace of God that I traveled with this this person yeah. and was alive. <laughs> and that he was still alive too because there was this one time I thought he was missing. Oh my God. Daddy, you want to go on yeah. that ride? But um, Ooh. Ooh. I digress. So. We were in DR, but this time we stayed at a hostel in the countryside. It was very rural. Beautiful. Who, you and Kevin. Yes, me and right? Kevin. Kevin did it. It was beautiful. Very natural. Like, the shower was outside. Mm-hmm. Um, the bathroom, I think, was outside okay. somehow. But So there was this white guy there, and he was kind of like a gypsy. Like, he lived on the tent. He lived in a tent on mm-hmm. the ground. Okay. And, one day he came back from the beach. He was mad sunburned. It looked like blood. He looked crazy. Like, we were like, okay. Um, but, <laughs> but he, and this was like shortly, this was a little before, this was the last trip that we took before the wedding, I think. Okay. And um, so it was the type, I'm just setting the scene for the guy. So he would like play his guitar all night by the fireside, <laughs> like all night long. All night long. So. Because we, Kevin and I, we create our own little space for protection. So we didn't really interact with many people there. So okay, it was one home. morning, right. It was it was one morning. It was like six. It was very peaceful. The wind was blowing. The cows and everything had stopped. The roosters had stopped crowing. So I guess it was time for everybody to get up. They love that. Like oh, five yeah. o'clock in the morning is out of control. They do love it. So this guy comes up to me and he's like, excuse me. He was like, I would like to tell you something. Um... He said, I don't want you to think that I worship the devil. He said, I believe in Jesus and um, I believe in God and Christ and I'm a very good person. But he was like, the land that we stand on is very powerful. And Mm -hmm. he said, there's the Dominican Republic and Haiti is the same island. So he was like, there's a lot of power here. There's a lot of warlocks and witches here. And, um, you know, um, things are more clear because there's not so much pollution and you know it's just very natural so you can get Mm -hmm. you can pick up people's energies and vibes and if there's any entities or anything around them Mm -hmm. so immediately I'm like because I had just hit a joint you know what I mean so my heart is being like I'm like okay like what's he about to tell me he's about to cook me so he was like he was like do you live in a town do you live in a village like is your village big and I was like um I said I don't live in a village but I live in like a town but it's like you know it's fast paced it's close to New York and he was like oh but he said um, I see in your aura that there is a woman who is very 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 jealous of you oh my god and 
he was like, I don't know if she wants to do you harm, but you need to be very careful around this woman because she's very, very powerful. Mm-hmm. And she and she doesn't want you to be well. She doesn't want you to be successful. And he said, it's on you. Like, it's in your aura, above oh your head. Like, I God. can see it. And here come Kevin. What? Somebody put a root on us? I was like, okay. Oh, <laughs> Lord. Kevin. I was like, all right. Wait That's her husband, to, by the way. Yes, I Kevin's can't. my husband. Way to, way to, like, kill the moment. So right. it scared me. I'm like, what the hell? So... He he suggested that I get some soup from a botan a soup soap from botanical. a botanical called mm-hmm. Ruda, and Ruda, Ruda. kind of like clears your aura. And he was telling me like what to today. do, and I was just like, what the hell? So after that, Kevin and I we sat down and we were talking, and I was trying to figure it out. I thought it was a few people, mm-hmm. but as time progressed, I thought about that for a long time. And then, I mean, of course, there were many women around me who Mm -hmm. I shouldn't have been around who were very toxic. But the person who I think it was, um, was very, very, very close to me. And I think that these feelings of maybe not jealousy, but feelings of not wanting me to surpass her or not wanting me to have other friends Mm. or not wanting me to appear intelligent to her family or successful. It was just coming off of me to her. Yes. Mm -hmm. And she was sucking me. She was sucking me dry. And this is when I was telling you, I had a lot of sleep paralysis because she was a succubus. Mm -hmm. And the, the, I mean, I'm not going to go into what a succubus is, but you should, the people that don't know, A succubus is like, um, so there's like succubus and incubus. And Mm -hmm. these are, based off your beliefs, you Mm -hmm. know, um, these are entities that the succubus is the female and she's like very sex driven. Mm -hmm. And the incubus is the male that's also very sex driven. And Mm -hmm. I think like he, there's a photo of him holding his penis. (laughs) Um, so, and, and these are the entities that, um, cause sleep paralysis, Wow. Yeah. So I feel like one of my good friends um, was encompassed with that energy and it was latching on to me also because I would have sleep paralysis like every night, like every night. And like I told you, I could even feel it coming. So with all that being said, I believe that I had. Yeah, I believe. mm -hmm. And and this and the incubus also. The incubus also is, um, like, some women have said that they... So she's like a Jezebel. Is she like a Jezebel? Mm, I think that she was low... She was vibrating so low that, um... How do I say this without putting her business in the street? Ooh, listen. I mean, nobody knows who you're talking about. The ones um, that know, She no. was vibrating so low that... She was she was using her lower self so that mm. dealt with like genitalia. You know what I mean? She was right. obsessed with that type of activity and negativity also. Oh and so I feel like and oh, so what I was saying was the incubus is like, you know, you hear some stories of females feeling like there's a man pinning them down and having sex with them uh-huh. while they're paralyzed. That's an incubus. So, yeah, so, not to go too deep, but, yeah, so I feel like this type of energy was on her and around her, and we were so close. 
that it was starting to attach to me and manifest itself in my life in different ways. And, um, and also another friend who was close to her too was experiencing similar things. And then we, myself and the other friend, when we finally linked up, we both said once we broke away, it was like a breath of fresh air, like everything opened, like I met my husband, I started businesses, you know what I mean? It was, but it was before I was being strangled, but I didn't know because it kind of became like a codependency, Mm. sort of. And, uh, but yeah, the whole time she was just very toxic. Oh my God. Very, very, very toxic. And when you finally let go, did you feel like an immediate release? Yes. Wow. It was like something pure, like peeled off of me, literally. Like I had been like in a chokehold for Mm -hmm. years. Was it you that told me about the person that had, um, I think went to a botanica or something of that sort, and the person was informed that um, they had a spirit on them, and they had to bathe in some spiritual baths, and she slept for like days. Oh, yes, that was my friend um, in Baltimore. Shout out to Shaw. It's my friend. Hey, Shaw, Shaw. Um, she, she was telling me about a friend who... Um, went to the botanica and I think the lady said that there was a lot attached to her and you mm-hmm. know everyone has attachments that's why it's important to keep yourself clear because mm-hmm. in church whatever you know <laughs> when church whoever has something attached to them I'm getting goosebumps whoever has something attached to them they say oh your light's a little brighter let me go to her so it's kind of like the movie Fallen with Denzel Washington. Yes. You remember that movie? When no. he would, it was some sort of energy, and if people would just brush, brush by each other, um, the the energy would transfer. And oh, I think wow. it would sing some song. I don't remember a song, but that's how they would tell where the energy was or who the energy was on because they oh, would all no. be whistling or singing the same song. It's real. So going back to the girl, um, yes. Is that Fallen? No, it's with Denzel. That's a white. Denzel, yeah. Okay. Um, Going back to the girl, she had... uh, Oh, and she wasn't feeling right. She was very... Yeah. She was very tired all of the time. And so she went to these African sisters in Brooklyn. And she was, like, beating her with leaves. And, um, you know, they gave her a reading. And they gave her a spirit... Like, a spiritual cleansing bath. Mm -hmm. And they told her that she... There was, like, an old man that was attached to her. There was, like, a little girl, maybe an animal. Like, there was, like, a whole bunch. And so after the bath, she was so tired, she couldn't even get out of the tub. She slept for eight hours, like, naked there. And that's usually what happens once you detach. Um, You know, you get... Drained. Yeah, you're very drained. Because that's been kind of, like, your life source. source. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. I need to cleanse. I yeah. definitely need to cleanse. And but if another thing, like if you do take a spirit bath, like a cleansing bath, mm-hmm. everyone in the house should take it also. Mm-hmm. That's the only thing. Like I know, like everybody's not gonna take. I it. mean, Cody might take the spiritual bath because I'm here with um, the fam. Mm-hmm. My my mom maybe you know. Yeah, maybe you could tell us just some herbs. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But it's real, like, toxicity, it's it's very detrimental to your spirit and, like, your energetic field. Mm-hmm. Like, toxic people. And, and 
you know, a lot of people say, oh, this person's toxic. I don't right. deal with her. But it's so much deeper. Like, I feel like when mm-hmm. people say toxic, they're just thinking about, like, the behavior, how they right. act. But there's, like, a reason why mm-hmm. that person is acting this way. There's some, ge- it might yeah. be genealogy involved in that that's ingrained in, um, even in the, the dermis. Yeah. As deep as the dermis where it has to be cleansed from the inside out. Um, having sexual encounters oh God, with toxic men and women, right? That you are passing, yes. they are passing through your vessel, your, your womb, or your genitals. Um, that spirit, that negative spirit, you're, you're ingesting it. Yeah. So... Sometimes if you've been with multiple people or you're promiscuous or you just have that hypersexual organ and it, there's no um, rhyme or reason or whatever, you are ingesting multiple entities of negative spirits as you are having your lovemaking, yeah. rub, rub romp, whatever. Yeah. It's real. Like That's why like when, when I raise my children, when Kevin and I raise our children, it's not just going to be like, don't have sex because you're too young. Mm-hmm. We're, we're going to explain the energetic properties that come with that. Mm-hmm. Because everyone has something with them. And yeah. if you're letting, if you're living a pure and clean life, well, as, as pure and clean as you can, mm-hmm. and you're letting someone who's dark or toxic come into your body, it's going to pass to you. Mm-hmm. Energies can enter into your belly button. Yep. Energies Absolutely. can enter into your eye, through your eyes, your nostrils, mm-hmm. your ears, like your mouth, everywhere. So if you're if you're letting someone who has something on them enter into your body, mm-hmm. okay, he's cute. Okay, you were drunk, but just think about it. Girl. You know what I mean? Girl, it's real out here. That's why I flee. Yeah, <laughs> you, you. She goes with the quickness. She came to see my, one of my shows. <laughs> Um, a while back, her and her husband. And um, shortly after the show had ended, um, you know, everyone was waiting to greet me. And she looked, she's like, we got to go. I'm sorry, these energies, we got to go. And I was like, girl, she's like, mm-mm, mm-mm, I, I can't, we're, we're gone. Like, she, her and her husband felt something with the spirits that were in there of the people they were eating her they were eating you yeah, they were sucking yeah, you were like, like you're getting it. sucked and she can tell like that everybody there wasn't for me so it wasn't like a safe environment so she's like we're out well, we're out. We don't want to fall in situation. No, we'll we feel like, uh-uh. Side. And I know, I know Kevin probably sometimes be like, all right. Like, sometimes he'll be like, you're reaching. Uh-huh. But he, he like, hears he me out. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? Because, like, I feel like now that I've been through what I've been through and I know what I know mm-hmm. and we've seen what we've mm-hmm. seen, like, he's kind of like, okay, maybe, maybe. Because I can tell. Yeah, yeah. Speak about even your experience with deceased energies um i know i know but i feel like this might this might help some people yeah because i know when you told me this story which one the the red door story oh okay and the lady calling for your man yeah um it might help some people you know what i'm saying like that are experiencing things and they're afraid they don't know what to do. Um, they don't realize their own power in that situation and how to 
for the lack of a better word, get out, better mm-hmm. words, you know what I mean, out of that toxic environment. Can you tell us about your experience? Oh my gosh, where do I start? Lord of Mercy, Kelly Clarkson and Eddie Murphy. Right. Okay, so, um, oh, there's just so much. Girl. So, okay, so my husband flips houses, right? And um, within the past, like, year or two, what we've been doing is we would, like, flip the house. Mm-hmm. Well, you know, I wouldn't, like, paint or something. I'm not, like, getting in there elbow deep, no, because I'm a lady. I'm not doing all that. But, um, like, the house would be flipped and we'd maybe paint, lay the floors, make it livable enough for us. Mm-hmm. And so then we would move in there and then finish it. Right. Um, and then live in there until it sells. And then once it sells, then we move on to the next one. So mm-hmm. kind of like gypsy. Exciting. Come through, gypsy. Yeah, but we're tired of moving now. Uh, uh, okay. <laughs> so, so basically, um, love we, is a house, and you got the key. Hey. To take me where I wanna be, open up your ending into your heart, mm-hmm, baby. Okay. Didn't know okay. the word. Sorry. Right. <laughs> So, I don't know it either, but it sounds such a Negro um, right. anthem. Right, it's such is, a Negro, it's a Negro anthem. Right. So, um, so, yeah, just before I say this, I would just like to uh, stress the importance of cleansing your space. Girl, um, I gotta do that tonight. Um, often, especially before you, you move yourself into it, because mm-hmm. um, if that's via a prayer or a chant mm-hmm. or um, a sage or incense, you have mm-hmm. to... Um, Sanctify your space, make it right. sacred, because there's a lot of stuff out there. You know what I mean? And and I mean, depending on your belief, I know people say like the devil or um, or ghosts or santos. Yeah, like mm-hmm. there's different. There's people know that there's a lot that goes on. It's a it's a constant spiritual warfare. Right. So um, <clears throat> so we lived in this one house um in South Jersey. And cute house, you know what I mean? That sold. Then we moved down to the ho- a few houses down to um, the house with the red door. I call it an Annabelle. <laughs> Annabelle. <laughs> so, um, so, and, and we really didn't want to move in there. Mm-hmm. Um, just, it was just, for some reason, we just didn't want to. Mm-hmm. I mean, it was completely rehab. We just moved our stuff in, but... We just didn't want to move into that so house. Like spirit was, was like, telling you, it just we just didn't want to. And even it, it wouldn't. And it, the reason we moved in there because we thought that the houses were going to sell simultaneously, but that mm-hmm. house just would not sell. Right. So, so when I would have to go down the street to that house for an open house, like I would always be like looking over my shoulder because I would just feel wow. like off. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And not to sound too far out, but, you know, we've experienced enough tough stuff, like, yeah. in flipping houses to mm-hmm. know that this is real. People, yeah. <laughs> like, this is and no game out behind. here. behind. Yeah, people leave stuff behind a lot. Mm-hmm. Um, and so, we were in there, when we first moved in, it was very buggy. Like, there was a lot of flies. There was something we would get eaten alive by mosquitoes. Mm. It was very damp. Like, it just wasn't, like a nice feeling house and the whole time we're in there I'm constantly burning sage I'm constantly burning Palo Santo like even at night I would like anywhere like I you know I bless our space say that Mm -hmm. we're protected and I put a ring of smoke around the bed and Mm -hmm. you know um, to make sure that we are 
protected mm-hmm. because you know you just never know. It made me sleep better. Right. So I don't even know where to start, girl. Get y'all get ready. It's the twilight zone. I don't even know. Like there was just so much. I don't even know where to start. Okay, so. I was in the house more than my husband was because okay. he was like back and forth to North Jersey mm-hmm. and you know working on other projects and so I would just I would always have to have some and this is before like we kind of realized what was going on I would always have to have either like YouTube on or like my computer on or mm-hmm. the music on because it just I didn't want to be in silence in there. And not even because I didn't want to hear anything, but mm-hmm. it's just like I just needed to not feel alone. Feel alone, and yes. I would, And Kevin would be like, you love a smoke? Like, it would be... You would come in, it would be like a damn forest <laughs> fire. Like, I stayed <laughs> burning it out. Like, and, and, um... So... One night, um... Because I would always wake up in the middle of the night mm-hmm. and so one night um after we were there a couple of weeks I woke up and um we stayed in the room on the first floor because for some reason we didn't want to sleep upstairs right and so I woke up one night and so to set up the room you walk into the room and like you're facing the wall so that you you see our bed and there's a closet to the back right and there's a window mm-hmm. behind the bed and then to the left and then there's a wall that is shared between with the uh, living room and our bedroom, so it's like the same wall. Mm-hmm. But the the creepy room is what I call it was right above where we slept. Girl. So I woke up one time, and I saw what looked like, and I was like, you know, when you just wake up, like mm-hmm. I feel like that's when I see a lot of stuff when I like just wake up and I'm yeah. kind of still out of it. There was like, um, it looked like a, an amber colored big mm-hmm. bathrobe like the grandma bathrobes buttoned up uh-huh. floating um like yeah. above us but like on the um, the, the wall the ceiling of the creepy room the ceiling which is the floor of the creepy room uh-huh. and then by the wall that we share with the living room. I can't. It was like Floyd. And I wasn't scared because we've just seen... I, it doesn't scare me anymore. I just We just don't want any parts. Mm-hmm. And so I woke up and I was like, what? And I was like, oh no, please. I just want to go to sleep. I'm tired. Aww. So I just went back to sleep. And so there was another night where I woke up again in the same like kind of state and there was like a small amber door that was on the ceiling that looked like it had a knob. And I, I looked, I was like, oh, God, oh. no. Like, I just, you know, so I just went back <laughs> Not to sleep. today. So, mind you, in between these times, like, I'm getting very depressed. Oh, my and God. And this is the summertime. Like, I'm getting very, and I'm like, why am I feeling so sad? You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I'm like, like, and I love to cook. I didn't have the zeal to cook. Like, I just wanted to eat junk food. Like, it was mm-hmm. like my energy was, like, my vibration was so low. Like, mm-hmm. I would go out. I wouldn't feel, I would feel like people were looking at me funny. Like, it was like, I wasn't myself. Like, right. something was going on. Okay. Fast forward. Um, and I would just cry. And this happened in another house, too. I would just cry and cry. And I'd be like, why am I so sad? And I'd be talking to my friend, Shah. I'd be like, I don't know. Am I depressed? Like, you know, what's going on? But then once I was out of the house for a while, I would feel back to normal. Mm-hmm. But as soon as we got, and Kevin even said, got to, like, the walkway, it was like, like, we would just be 
Dreamed. zapped. Oh my like, God. completely zapped. It was so crazy. So, there were nights where I would wake up gasping for breath. This is why I don't sleep on my back anymore. Like, I would wake up gasping, like, <gasps> gasping for breath because it would feel like I was being suffocated. Oh, my God. Like, it was so, and I don't, I didn't know that Kevin was, ex- he wasn't experiencing things that intense. Mm-hmm. But, um, like, he, when we talk about, like, whenever we're in a place, we don't really talk about if anything's going on until we're gone because we don't mm-hmm. really want to give it any, any attention. Power, yeah. So I would wake up nights, and I would be, like, gasping for air. And I'm like, what the hell? And I just wanted to sleep. Like, I didn't want to be bothered. I just wanted to be asleep. Um, The basement was really creepy. Oh, let me just say, the first night we were there, um, the toilet stopped working. Mm -hmm. And so um, we had to call Roto-Rooter. And Roto-Rooter came and unclogged the toilet. And it was, like, all the shit that just came and splattered all and I feel like that set it off oh that filth God, yeah. came and just like splattered all over the basement oh no and it smelled crazy so for days we were like cleaning down there and like wiping up shit what um, and uh, no ma'am no green eggs hello like I and the basement was just really creepy and I didn't like going down there and it would flood all the time you're like why is the basement always flooding like the ring girl I can't so, fast forwarding, we've been in there a couple of months. The house won't sell. We keep dropping the price, dropping the price. People would come and say they liked it, but no one would buy this house. We had no idea because it was it was rehabbed. It had appliances, like people no under one, the stairs, child. And it would be like people well, would come, people would say they were coming, and then they would say, "Oh, I was sitting in the driveway. I changed my mind." Like it was just it was like the house wow. was like pushing people away. So, um, one of the final nights I woke up to a man's voice saying 666. Girl, I heard that shit. I heard it so clear. I would have ran so fast. But it didn't scare me, though. I'm getting goosebumps again. It didn't scare me for some reason. Like, and it was like in that in-between state, I woke up Mm -hmm. because it was clear. Mm-hmm. The voice was, was so clear. Audible. Yes. And it was coming from the same space where that that floating uh, robe was, right? So I'm like, okay. I was like, okay, I'm watching too many YouTube conspiracy ah! videos. Like, <laughs> I'm watching too many YouTube conspiracy, conspiracy videos. So I go back to sleep. And then I'm awoken by the same voice. But this time the voice is saying, Satan. And I look over at Kevin to see if he heard it. And I'm like, nah. I said, I got to chill with the YouTube. I got to chill with the YouTube, right? That YouTube will take you So I go back to sleep. Fine, whatever. And this is still during the time where I was just feeling so down. Like, and I'm not a person that gets depressed. Like, that, mm-hmm. that's never been a part of me. Like, I'll get mm-hmm. sad, I'll shut down for a little bit, then I'll get over it. Get back up. But mm-hmm. there was just something that was just, like, eating at me. It was making me feel so sad. Like, it was so crazy. So, um, there was one particular time I had to go to Trenton to, uh, I feel like I'm talking so much. No, you're but not. I had, no, to go, <laughs> I had to go to Trenton to see a house um, that I was thinking of probably wholesaling. Mm-hmm. And uh, Kevin and I had had this conversation. And 
um, we parted ways, he left, and for some reason, I was just so sad, like, I was crying in the shower before I got ready, like, and I didn't think that the guy was, that I had to go see the house, because the guy didn't confirm until, like, let's say I was supposed to meet him at 2, he didn't confirm until, like, 1.30, then I had to, like, go hop on the train and meet him up there. And so, the whole day was just weird. It was really, really hot. It was probably, like, July. And I was just feeling so, like, I was floating. I felt so down and weird and hazy. It was so, and I mean, granted, I had smoked some weed. But I feel like it was, like, I just felt so not myself. Mm -hmm. So, I get to the house, and, um... I'm waiting. I met the tenants. I was waiting for the the owner to come, a Jewish mm-hmm. guy. And um, I was thinking about one of my friends. And then um, my friends, uh, at the time, her girlfriend, they were living together. She called me. Mm-hmm. So it was weird that I was thinking about my friend, but then her girlfriend called me. And so here we go again. She tells me she establishes herself and says, you know, I've, I have a gift and I've been um, very clear for a while and I've been helping a lot of people mm-hmm. and I'm standing on the porch and she was like, um, I want to tell you something. I'm not crazy. I don't want to scare you. But she was like, your child, mind you, I don't have kids yet. I'm getting goosebumps again. Girl. She was like, your child is standing right next to you. And I'm like, what? She said, Maisha, he's, he's there with you right now. I'm getting goosebumps all over. Oh, my God. Oh my and when God. she told me this, like, a feeling of nausea and, like, lightheadedness started from my feet and then went all up my body through my Girl. back. And I had, I'm in the hood, mind you, right? <laughs> and I'm like, hold on. I'm like, hold on. Hold on. I'm, like, leaning on the gate because I thought I was going to pass out. Oh, my God. And she was like, um, she said, he's been with you. He's been protecting you. He said, "You." she said, you have to get out of that house. Oh, my God, child. And then I'm like, what? Because she didn't even know. And she said, I have been thinking about y'all for so long. Like, because, you know, the um, there was a save the date for the wedding. We did the little, um, the yeah. magnet. And she yeah, said the other uh-huh. night, she was like, she would just look at it. And she said something told her, like, they're okay. This is pure. They're fine. They love each other. Uh-huh. But she said, for some reason... She just couldn't get us it. off of our her mind. Oh, my God. And so she told me that her child, my child, who was with me, came to her because he couldn't fight off the energy in that house oh to protect us anymore. And if he, if we didn't get out, like if she didn't help us, then he would never come. What? He would never come. And I'm sure, like, people probably be like, okay, Maisha, like, really? Like, lay off on the weed. But no, uh, like, <laughs> she was able to tell us the conversation that we had what? before, before, um, like, we parted for him to go to um, his task in Newark uh-huh. and for me to go to the showing. And she even told me, she was like, when you were crying, did you feel a little tingling on your right side? She said, that was him. No. Telling you that you were gonna be okay, and she was like, "Whenever you feel like a little tingling or goosebumps," she said, "That's him." What? Like telling you that he's there. Yes, his spirit, my child, has been with me. And I mean, everyone may not believe this, you know uh-huh. what I mean? But 
it was very like she was like he's been with you and he 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 can't protect you anymore and it's crazy because the whole voice i heard it was Mm -hmm. like simultaneous boom 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 then she called me and then we were talking, so I went, I was like, oh my God, I have to call you back, because I had to go see the house, and I couldn't even focus, the guy was talking to me, I was like, okay, okay, great, three bedrooms, four baths, okay, okay, they paid this oh, much, okay, yeah. like, I couldn't even, like, focus on my task, because I was just thinking about right. this, right, and thinking about getting out, too, right, and so, oh, so this is how I knew that she was for real, so she was like, okay, she said, just to let you know that I'm not bullshitting you, she was like, do you have a stone in your panties? and I was like no I was like I don't have any underwear today because it's hot like no yeah but I was like I have a pair of underwear in my book bag that I wear for massages and there's a stone inside of those and she said that my child in order to verify oh my god had told her that and she was able to tell me she didn't she thought maybe that I had it on but that there was a a um what was that? Yeah, do you hear that? Yo. What is that? I don't know, but I heard it when you heard it. It happened twice. Yeah. It might be that wind outside. Okay, let's hope so. Okay. I don't see any trees moving, but okay. Well the noise stopped, so maybe the wind it's okay. We're here together. Right. <laughs> and he's um, next door. Right. Um, save us. Is it getting hot in here to you? Yeah. I'll turn it. Yes. Right. I'll, I'll turn it my sweater off. Right. Um, that was weird. That was. It was like... T- yeah. It was twice. T- Maybe it was him. It might have been him. Yeah. 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 It's okay. We know so you're I'm here. So I'm good with that. Yeah, yes. it's okay. He's mm-hmm. fine. Um, that might be my daughter. Right. It might be. Yeah. I'm telling, like, it's, okay, so we'll get on that. Mm -hmm. So, um, so at this time, I was supposed to go on to see my homegirl in Baltimore Mm -hmm. for, like, I think it was Artscape, right? Okay. So I bought my bus ticket. I had gotten, like, you know, my bag packed and I was going to go, but for some, something was telling me, like, I wasn't even excited. Something was telling me, like, not to go. Like, I was not feeling settled about going at all for some reason. Mm-hmm. Like, normally, if I'm going to see her, I'm like, yeah, Baltimore, woo-woo, like, turn up. Yeah. But I just was not feeling settled. And I was I was feeling so doubtful, so I was going to stay. And so, like, I'm walking... Mind you, it was, like, two miles back to the Trenton train station. I'm walking through the hood on the phone with her. Like, not oh, even no. caring. And she was told me... She told me she was, like, the trip that you're going on, she was like, don't go. Because she was like there's going to be another woman in your house that wants your husband. She was what? like, she said, if you, st- if you leave and mind you, she knew nothing and she already, um, established her credibility with the stone and the mm-hmm. panty, right? Like, so she was like, if you leave, um, your, she's going to be in your house Girl. with your husband. And I'm like, what? I was like, who is this bitch? I was like, I think it's the wind. Yeah, yeah, I think so okay. too. Yeah, see, um, <laughs> now it's winning. Yeah, kind of spooking ourselves here. Mm-hmm, right. But, um, she was like, she's gonna be in the house with your husband, and I was like, who is this bitch? Like, not who is this bitch? Like, who is is this gonna be somebody from, um, like a, a next open door house neighbor, or next? Yeah. Like, who is it? So, 
immediately, so she tells me all this other stuff. She tells me a lot of other stuff and um, about like business and stuff. And, um, and then I was like, all right, well, I'm going to call Kevin. I, I need to tell him like what the hell is going right. on. So thankfully I had made it to the train station and he hadn't left yet. Mm. So I was like, did you leave yet? He was like, no. I was like, I need to tell you some wild shit that just happened to me. Oh right? my God. And Kevin's kind of like, he's spiritual, but he's more so, he's a skeptic first. Mm-hmm. But he needs answers and he wants to actually see. Right. He needs some sort needs of proof results. to like, Receipts. yeah, he needs a mm-hmm. receipt. And so I was pretty much telling him, I'm like, yo, I said, is there anyone that you're, like, interested in? Because, you know, we're all human beings. Right. You know what I mean? Is there, like, a woman that you're doing business with or, mm-hmm. you know what I mean, that's trying to... And he was like, no, like, no. And so I told him about the stone in the panties. That tripped him out. Because really? when I told him I, I made it dramatic, I pulled <laughs> it out and I showed him. He was like, wow. Like, oh, and so God. I was telling her how she told me the details of our conversation that we had and uh-huh. what's been going on and so we're sitting in the train station talking for mad long about like what I just heard and um he was like you know what he said I had a dream that I was in our bedroom with another woman <sighs> not romantically I'm getting goosebumps on my back. Girl. Not romancing. Not like they were in the bed bumping in the grind and the uh-huh. shit. He said he That'll just... That'll pump up our Right. Or uh-huh. pump, pump, pump. No, but he just said... He said he didn't know who the other woman was. Mm. Um, But they were like standing... Like he was standing on one side because our bed is on the floor. Mm-hmm. My mom says that's ghetto, but we like it. Um, <laughs> he was standing on one side and then she was on the other. And he said he knew it was the female presence, but he didn't know... Um. Like, who it was. Mm-hmm. So we're, like, talking, 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 talking. Okay, so we get, we're like, okay. All right, that's a lot. You know what I mean? Okay. And then the, the guy that works at the train station, he comes and snaps us out of it because he's like, you can't sit here. And I'm like, well, okay. Well, so we're going back to the house. Um, We had to stop at the library first. And um, she calls me back. And from Trenton, we have to take, like, a, not a shuttle, but, like, a trolley. It goes from Camden to Trenton to mm-hmm. get to our house where we were staying. And she kept calling me, but I would answer the phone and I wouldn't be able to hear anything. And she said, yo, I've been trying to call you for so long, but for some reason it wouldn't go through. So whatever was trying to, like, destruct right. had, she said, was around her now and it didn't want her to say anything. Oh, my God. So basically she was like, um, I'm getting goosebumps again. Basically she was like, um, there's the house is infected to the soil. Girl. And she was like, there's a... And also the night before... I had gotten up and, you know, again, I'm not, I wasn't scared because mm-hmm. we've just seen so much. Like, sidebar, people, like, 
you can even Google it. Like when people rehab houses, they say they wake the sleeping spirits, the sleeping mm-hmm. energy that's in the wood or in corners. So, and, and the spirits, I guess, are used to seeing the house one way or they yeah. were sleeping and they're just like, what the hell? What the fuck's yeah. going on? So it's like a lot of disturbances. You can even Google it. Like a lot of people have disturbances after they rehab a part right. of the house or their house because it like mm-hmm. wakes up the energy. Right. And, um... So she said, oh, so I woke up and I saw like two black shadows of kids. It was a boy and a girl. And the boy had in the bathroom by the shower, like facing me. And the boy had his arm around the girl. And I'm like, wow, that's interesting. But I was like, I have to pee. (laughs) So I turn the light on and I go and I sit and I pee or whatever. Then I go back to bed. Fine. But that was just weird to me. And I, Mm -hmm. I didn't say anything to Kevin until we started, um... Um, talking about, you know, what she told us. Mm-hmm. And so she was like, yeah, there's, she said, your house is in, as she said, every room of your house is infected. She said to the soil. She was like, there was a lot of torture there. What? There was, um, she was like, there was a lot of abuse, um, suicide, all on the soil that you guys are sleeping oh on. Oh my God. And she was like, now that it's coming more clear, the woman that's after your husband is an energy that wants to, I guess, um, um, bring her children, her boy and her girl, back to life through Kevin. So the reason why I was fucking choking at night was more than likely because that energy was trying to come into me. So that I could bring forth those fucking black shadow babies that were in the bathroom, girl. Don't do it. I can't. And it sounds it sounds so far out, but like it was so like it's so real out here. Like it's so real. And she said, "There's a man upstairs. That's who I heard." She said, "There was there's something going on in every single room of that house." And she was like, "You know what?" She was like. I don't care because we live like an hour away. We were mm-hmm. we were like exit seven. And she was like, I'm going to come down there. And the three of us were just going to clear it out and tell whatever's there that it can't stay it here can't anymore. Stay mm-hmm. And I was like, okay, fine. You know? And then she called me back and she was like, you know what? She was like, don't put your guard down. She was like, you got to get out of there. Like, she was like, I just keep seeing more and more. Because she was like, for some reason, she was like, it's on overdrive now. I guess that she was able to connect. Right. Like, it was like so much coming out. She was like, she said the house is evil. She said that door was always supposed to be red. Because we painted the front door and the back door red. She was like, that door was always supposed to be red. The house does not want to sell. The house will not sell. It does not want Kevin to have money. The female energy in there wants Kevin to, to to have babies with, to bring forth like these little whatever they are. Um, what else did she say and so I was like what she said there's just she just she said I'm just like feeling like like death like I can see like she's like there's like death and torture and evil like all around that house to the soil she's like she said you have to get your shit and go she said you do not sleep in there tonight because we were gonna like you know wait for her to come right and so she was like send me a picture of the outside of the house right Mm-hmm. So I snap a picture and she was like, okay, so what I see is a pile of dead bodies burnt no. on the grass in front of your house, right? And I'm like, where? Because remember I told you the basement flooded a lot, right? Right. 
there was also a specific place in the front of the house that would always flood. It would always be like a sloshy puddle in front of um, like the main window where the stairs were in the mm-hmm. front. That's where she saw the pile of burnt bodies. Girl. So that plan, that shit was flooding because it was, I don't know why it was flooding, but that it was like marking where that was. Oh she said there God. was a man and a woman, um, a, a burned woman. Her husband like killed her and burned her. She was on the front lawn. Like she was telling us, all this shit, y'all. What? She was, and to this day, the house has not sold. But we left. That night, we were like, we're out of here. Girl. To this day, the house has not sold. This is so creepy. So, the FemFeed um, podcast page, I never really go on there. I just got an alert right now, and it said, follow Third Eye Opened. Wow. There's no such thing as a coincidence. Oh my god, that's that gave me goosebumps again. Yeah, it's it's really real. It just popped up. That's that's crazy. That's crazy. Oh my god, it says now. Yes, it's now. We gotta be. We have to. We have to protect ourselves. Now, let's just say we weren't. We weren't receptive to that. And to Allison, to this day, we've dropped the price. That house has not sold. You need to, how long has it been? It's been a, over a year. It's been over a year. You need to and give the crazy it back. thing, the crazy thing about it is I was so okay, so this might be TMI ladies, but let's just keep it real. It's the fem feed. So, going back to the time where um that first night where I said that the toilet had overflown, mm-hmm. I was on my cycle. And it was the first day. So, you know, the first day you have the pressure, you got to take poops all the time. You know what I mean? Right. So I was, because the toilet was stopped up, I was pooping and peeing into a cutoff gallon uh, water jar. And then I would um, like dilute it with water and just, no oh God, don't judge me guys. I would throw it in the yard. But in that waste was my blood from my body. That I was throwing into that earth, not knowing anything. Not know before I knew what was going on. So my blood is in that soil. Oh my God. Girl. And that could be why I was the one that was getting so the much conduit. Because I was connecting, I was convening with, with the, the energies soil. there. Mm-hmm. And two, like four months after we left, I would fall asleep and I would see the house. Girl. And I would see, like, I don't know if it's because of what she told me, but I would see, like, a man and a woman get up off the grass. I'm getting goosebumps again. It was, like, dusk. Walk straight through the front door into the house when we were in there. And it was so, I was, that house was so, like, connected to my spirit that I would have to, in my mind, push it away. Like, I had Girl. to, like, I could, I would be, every, before I would fall asleep, I would see the house and even too like we stayed at my parents house for a bit and um my dog was so weird that first night no like I don't know if we still had some remnants of it but mm-hmm. she was like she didn't sleep she was barking she was making weird noises like that Girl. it was it was so real and that house has not sold yet but I know one thing we're not there 
Girl, so why don't y'all let that go? We're, we're, yeah, we're probably going to just have to take the L because we didn't know what we were walking into. Oh, my God. So, and it's important, like, even if you believe in, you know, Christ and Jesus, what you have to protect yourself. You mm-hmm. have to protect your space. You have to protect your children. Because they're spirits. They're spirits. They're spirits and I tell my mom, and my mom's just like, oh, you... You guys must be bringing stuff with you because we went to Columbia, we experienced stuff. We went to uh, a couple other houses. We It's like, I guess because we kind of live off the radar under mm-hmm. a rock, we're able to like really see what's, see going, what's going on around you. And um, it was just, and I, I just told my mom, like, I don't understand. Like, I understand, like, you know, a lot of religions don't believe in it. Like Christianity, I was raised Christian in the Baptist church. Mm-hmm. But... All church service, people are opening themselves up. And again, remember I said there's different energies attached to different people. So you're opening up yourself saying, take me, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Come into me. And you don't know what you're bringing into your body. And and the pastor and the higher-ups are not giving the congregation tools to protect their spirits. Mm -hmm. So you open up in church service, and then you're just like a gutted fish. Girl. In a pool of sharks that you can't even see. Yeah. You know what I mean? So it's real. Those people are coming. They might be coming from a haunted house like you. And not even know. And then just bringing it as as a carrier, you know, as as some type of conduit or or, um, host. You know what I mean? Wow. And so, yeah. So from then on, like, if there's ever been a place we want to move, we'll send her a picture. That's a good idea. Of the house, and she'll be like, uh-uh. And she'll be like, you see that. And then I do see it like, this is going to sound far out, but oh, there was a house. I'll send you a house. picture. There was, um, it was in Trenton. It was a beautiful historic house. And, like, Trenton has a nice historic, we call it mm-hmm. Bel Air because it's, like, the hood and then Bel Air. Um, beautiful. We were going to move there. But I'm looking at the picture. I see a big malicious face on the wall. No. Like, I've, I see in a lot of these houses now, and Kevin makes fun of me. You can, if, guys, if you really open your eyes and tell yourself to see what's really there, you can see. We've seen, and, and it always shows up in photos. There was another old man, another beautiful house we we're going to move, and we could see him at the window in the front. Like, no. his mouth open, like, screaming. Um, there was that face on the wall in another house. There was, in a house in Roselle Park, there was um, some sort of a cat-looking creature person. You can see the silhouette in the closet. What? Good night, sleep tight. You got to protect your space, people. You do. Like, and I may sound like a far-out wooly-wooly, <laughs> drink this tea, smoke this weed type of person, but it's it's there's a spiritual warfare going on there out here. There is. And you, hear, you hear about that a lot. Yes, and with the music that people are listening mm-hmm. to, you're lowering your vibration. With alcohol, mm-hmm. you're lowering your vibration. With foods. the foods that we eat, we're lowering our vibration, and then we get attacked. We get we become hosts for these toxic mm-hmm. energies, and we don't understand why, um, you know, every man we get is the same, or every man we get is evil, mm-hmm. or things aren't working out well at work, or why you're so depressed, or yep. why you have these health issues. It's spiritual, mm-hmm. and you have to keep your space clear. You have to keep toxic people away from you, yeah. because that's only the shell. A toxic person is only the shell. Right. That, there's a lot of moving parts and a lot of different energies for people who are toxic. And it will attach on to you. It will. It will. I definitely believe that. I believe, like, 
you can be a host for a lot of things that are not of you um, and you have to watch out and and treat your space very sacred and cleanse cleansing is very important we get so busy on a day-to-day basis we forget that these type of rituals and things that we do for self-care are necessary so that we can be clear and move forward instead of just loading and loading and loading of toxic energy toxic entities um, toxic thoughts you know all that is spirits spirits of slothiness or spirits of um, negativeness or spirits of decline all that I believe that I believe that yeah um, for me I know I, I feel like I've cleansed myself from toxic people being close to toxic people mm-hmm. I think that I may be around a few people like you know obviously in work and stuff mm-hmm. like that but I'm a little bit more discerning because of the things I've been through so I'm able to see people's, I'm very observant too, I'm able to see people's agendas mm-hmm. and like what their bottom lines are and what they really want. Um, so that kind of helps me navigate through how much I'm going to give of myself in those situations or to certain people. Um And I think it's important to be that way for self-preservation because you don't want to walk around dumb and blind and then just be a host. Um, But yeah, toxicity, toxic people. I'm I'm suffering from toxic thoughts, Mm -hmm. you know, like regarding my surgery and, um, you know, other things. Um, My mom gave me this kind of thing that she heard from a guru. She said, anytime thoughts come up, say, shut up. Yeah. You don't know what you're talking about. You don't know what you're speaking about. Get out of here. You know, and that has definitely helped me when um, things have not been um, going well in my head. And also, like, just, you know, with what's going on in my womb, right now and um negative thoughts I guess too just there's no room for you here no you can't stay here no you're not welcome you need to be out you're not welcome don't get don't get secure don't get steady in this place there's no room for you here you you have to go like right now I'm feeling something in my side um, yeah, it's all spirit yeah. based. Mm-hmm. Wherever there's light, there's darkness. Mm-hmm. Wherever there's darkness, there's light. Yep, yep. And darkness begets darkness if we're not Let's careful go. with it. Let's go. So some remedies that I use for cleansing is um, white sage, a white sage bundle, um, Palo Santo sticks. Um, these are uh, well known for. Um, smogging for cleansing. Smogging is basically you're burning these um, items and you can use like a feather to whisk it around that's smogging or you can just just whisk it around with your hand like hold on to the item as it burns and smokes and just bring it all over your house to cleanse the space. That has been very healing for me. Um, 
stones, healing stones as well, like wearing them on your person, in your bra, in your panties, in your pocket, um, wearing them as jewelry, earrings, ear, um, rings, bracelets, necklaces, um, things of that nature have also been very healing and cleansing. There are certain botanicas, usually botanicas are um, synonymous in hood areas. Um, yes, they love it. So they love it. Yes, they do. It's you can look it up in Google and go there. Um, it can be a little eerie when you go in there, but um, you can think of it as self-care moments. They have a lot of herbs and things you can put in your bath water that you can, you know, put some essential oils as well and just cleanse. They, they have like uh, certain instructions on them of how to cleanse certain things. So I would say definitely the times that we're living in now, if you're Christian, if you're um, Hebrew, whatever, all, all of what you do in terms of prayers or brahas, praying to Allah, whatever, um, it all can also be helped by the natural elements that the Lord has left on this planet for us to use, like herbs, like stones. Um, so I would say um, just invest in it all, you know, just to be super sure, you know, do your prayers and also cleanse. Um, intention is powerful because that can help detach some of those negative thoughts and entities and spirits as well by setting a positive intention because then there's no room for it. There's no room for those negative things to grow. So that would be um, my advice in terms of um, warding off these type of things. And obviously prayer, be prayed up um, anytime you can. Um, for you, my, what would be your recommendations in terms of cleansing and um, clearing space and um, surrounding yourself self around a protective barrier and a shield. Mm -hmm. Well, um, what I do is, uh, if there's ever a time, one thing that I do, if there's ever a time where I feel uneasy, mm -hmm. I just say I'm protected mm -hmm. or we're protected if I'm with my husband or someone else. And then I imagine a barrier around us wherever mm -hmm. we are because People, especially people of color, we're very intuitive. We're very mm -hmm. um, attached to the natural elements. Mm -hmm. So, and you know, sometimes you feel like, oh, that person was weird or it's airy. This is a weird right. place. Or That's a time where you need to tell whatever that you are protected mm -hmm. to stay the fuck back. Yes. Um, of course, smudging with Palo Santo, sage, frankincense is mm -hmm. very good. And myrrh. Uh-huh. Those um, are ancient oils that were used biblically. Um, in the Bible, those were gifts given to Jesus Christ by mm -hmm. um, one of the three wise men. Hallelujah. Mm -hmm. Hallelujah. Yes. And um, and I didn't do that with this house. I just burned, like, I didn't mm -hmm. cleanse it the way I should have, so that mm -hmm. could be a fault of mine. But the windowsills, I blessed the windowsills. Mm -hmm. um, right, a Florida oil, a Florida cologne mm -hmm. is really good for cleansing as mm -hmm. well um, um yeah i use rose water all the time if you guys want to purchase some rose water hit me up mm -hmm. um, she makes ask it ask allison she'll give you my by info. hand mm -hmm. um yeah rose water um before i go to bed i take my slippers and i make a cross and mm. i take kevin's slippers and i make a cross and say oh, that we're nice. protected because it's real out here yeah um i use a lot of sage oil on my body mm -hmm. um and when i when i smudge i make sure like i open everything like closets mm -hmm. um cabinets drawers and i just 
clear out the whole space because things you know they like to hide in certain spaces Mm -hmm. so and i just try to stay positive and um we're we're careful with what we eat um because that has energy energetic fields too Mm -hmm. and attracts certain energies um we're careful with what we watch what we read what we listen to who Mm -hmm. we're around even family members yeah you know, because we just, we're tired. We want no more parts. Girl. I mean, I have ghost stories for days, girl. Ugh. But, um, but yeah, we just try to stay positive and clear and, mm-hmm. you know, smudge and manifestations, mantras, meditations, and things like mm-hmm. that. Because it's inevitable. Like, you're, you're going to come in contact with these things no matter right. what. But it just depends on whether or not you're ready, you're equipped, mm-hmm. and you know what's going on. Right. Yes, Absolutely. So that is in closing to part two. I think this was very powerful, very powerful episode. Like, (laughs) I feel like people need to hear this, especially in the time that we're living in. It's now 2020. um, And people really need to hear how to protect themselves because there's just so much imagery that keeps you lost like Mm -hmm. a lot of things are are evil they're satanic Mm -hmm. like i was listening to this guy young pharaoh yesterday and he was talking about why the um the black community is possessed and he was he was relating gang letters to like letters that summon demons like it's very interesting it's the same shit and niggas don't know and he said they're putting these letters up claiming they're set but it's really a portal Letting demons in. That's why a lot of these black communities are the way they are because they're possessing themselves. They're listening to music. Like he showed a um some imagery from like what's it, Young Thug or you're one of them. Mm-hmm, and so the girl has know. horns out her head with the checkerboard floor, blood on her face. Like it's overt now. Yeah. Like yeah. Mm-hmm. it's like they're trying to drag the youth into hell. Mm-hmm. It's crazy. And then he was talking about the douce. He was talking about how when you drink. He broke that whole thing down. That makes you susceptible to demonic possession. Um, uh, and then he was talking about the Duce bottle. There's some. It's a Gregorian. The symbol that's on there. That's a um, a satanic symbol what? that's on the you bottle. The du- yeah, me. it's very interesting. So we have to, as black people or whatever you call yourself, you ha- you have to just pay attention mm-hmm. to what you're letting into your right. into your your mind, your kids' minds because. Mm-hmm. It's, it's, Even it's if, you, nothing if you're to not play black with. and you have black children too, yeah, um, those are entities, ancestral entities that you may not identify with, but they're there, and you want to keep your kids safe. Yeah, it's nothing to play with. It's not cute. Like it's blatant now. Wow. Like he was saying back in our day, music videos were like big titties and big asses shaking on a yacht. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah, it's true. Now but now it's like, blood. Mm-hmm. yeah, blood and like just weird, like yeah. weird shit going on. Girl. So. Not safe. It's not safe. But thank you so much, my. Oh, this no was an awesome long day. We got right. two great episodes so down. If you are listening to this episode and you missed the first episode of me and my, check that out. That's about um, being a black business owner. Mm-hmm. Um, and check back every Tuesday. I'm going to be posting every Tuesday. The week of my surgery, I'm going to post Monday. Okay. So um, we're going to have a post. This is actually going to go up Friday 
Um, oh, this week? This, not this week. Yeah, oh, boy, that, I got excited. But. Yeah, this week. So tomorrow. The, tomorrow one, night. This one black business. The, the black business owner. Mm-hmm. And then this one will go up Tuesday, and then the following will okay. be the Monday because of the operation. And then after that, every Tuesday for season three. So we are in the house. Thank you so much, Maisha. Thank you. I appreciate you. This was awesome. Right. And if you guys need any spiritual help, I'm not a ghostbuster. Mm. But, like, I can kind of, you know, direct you to some people that could help you out yes. if you guys need, Please. need some help. Don't ignore it. No. Yes. Address. Mm-hmm. See you guys next week. Yes. Bye. Bye. Thank you so much for listening to my podcast. You are all so awesome. Please remember to like, follow, and subscribe to this podcast. I have to say that it is extremely important that we get reviews and comments. It really helps us to get our content more refined and I find out what you guys like and what you would like to hear, as well as on a monetary level when ads are able to see that people are listening and what they have to say. It really helps us if we want to build our brand and take the podcast to the next level. So for all podcasts that you listen to, definitely make sure you like, subscribe, and review. I'm going to close this episode with one of my words. We discover our strength when we review our stories. Thank you.